Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Michael the Hebrew Hammer Brown, and we are back for another episode of the SV Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. I am live here after the Rockets' first preseason game of the year. Uh, I am a tad unclear if one of our co-hosts, Mr. Ray Lucas, is going to be joining tonight, uh, me here on Spotify Green Room. But I look forward to being here talking Rockets basketball with you again, Red Nation. Uh, once again, this is SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast live here on Spotify Green Room. We are here talking all things Houston Rockets and their 125 to 119 win um, over the Washington Wizards. It is absolutely 
Uh, great to be back with everybody here talking about the Houston Rockets uh, for another season. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening uh, to us every single game. We are going to be here after every single game throughout the Rockets uh, regular season, preseason, and hopefully postseason this year. Uh, I'm going to go through a couple things here, and then I am going to invite all of our listeners here on Spotify Green Room uh, to hit that request to speak button. I want to hear from y'all. I want to talk to y'all uh, how you are feeling about the game uh, tonight. Uh, Sergio, I am going to bring you up here in a few minutes. Let me get through uh, a couple of things. So go ahead and hang on uh, just for a few minutes, and then we'll bring you on to talk all things Houston Rockets. Once again, 125 to 119 over the Washington Wizards. Uh, going through the box score real quick. Daniel Tice, 12 points, five rebounds. Uh, looked really, really solid, uh, on, especially on the defensive end. Uh, the dude can just flat out play the game of basketball at a pretty decently high level. Love what he brought tonight. Christian Wood, three of five from the field, seven rebounds, nine points. Eric Gordon, uh, six points, two of three from the three-point line. He seems to be in midseason form. Uh, Jalen Green in his first significant game for the Rockets, 30 minutes, 4 of 14 from the field, 0 of 6 from the three-point line. He did have 12 points. He did have six rebounds, um, had a couple of assists. He looked nervous. Uh, overall, uh, he looked very, very nervous uh, to uh, play the game tonight, uh, flat out. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. was a star tonight, 29 points, or excuse me, 29 minutes, 25 points, uh, four turnovers, five assists, four rebounds. Um, great game from him tonight. He looked in control. Uh, he looked silky smooth. Uh, he looked really solid. I, I was really happy with his performance tonight. Usman Garuba with a three-pointer from the corner. Who the hell saw that coming? Not me. Um, but he only played three minutes tonight, uh, which was interesting. KJ Martin, 12 minutes, four or five from the field, eight points, plus 10 when he was in the game. Uh, interestingly enough, I feel like he only got into the game late. Um, so I think Coach Silas working through some of those early season rotations. Expect KJ Martin to get a lot more minutes than 12. Uh, Daniel House, 17 minutes, uh, four points. David Nawaba had six points. Uh, Jay Sean Tate had four points in 18 minutes. Uh, Alperin Sangoon, I am so happy to announce that he had 13 minutes, five points. DJ Augustine had a couple threes tonight. He had six points. Uh, Dante Axum had four points. University of Houston legend Armani Brooks, seven minutes, six points. Hit the, the three to put him up with about a minute left. And Josh Christopher had eight points in seven minutes. He had a great game. Uh, so real quick, I imagine we're going to have a, a slew of uh, speaker requests tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and bring up Sergio now. We want to get straight to our listeners. We want to hear everything you guys have to say. Um, make it quick. Let me know what you're thinking, and uh, we'll make sure we get everybody who wants to speak tonight onto the show. Sergio, you are on the mic with Mike. Uh, how are you, sir? Thank you for tuning in. What do you got for me tonight? Yo, Michael, thank you for having me up here tonight. Wow. Oh, absolutely. What you got? So all I got to say right now is eight seed slipping playing tournament? Question mark? We said it. No, like, this is the thing, right? I have the receipts 
for anybody who wants to say when the Rockets start off well this year, because they are going to start off well. I was saying it back in June that this is going to be a playoff team. hundred percent. Sergio, I think you and I have talked about it on this show before. There is a lot of talent on this team. Talent is not an issue on this team. They're young. They're going to have growth pains. Talent is there though. hundred percent. Yeah, we could also have the mentor John Wall not playing at all. Still waiting to move him. He's a class. Still, the only reason that this team is still alive, we just got to avoid the injury bug. That's it. And since it's been like oh, a few months, and you know, our team has already done the traditional thing and went to. Uh, I forgot already where the Rockets go during the off season to go practice and work on team chemistry. Uh, oh, they went. Yeah, they went to the. Cayman Islands, or they went to Puerto Rico. They went somewhere. Um, I think they went to the Bahamas, I'm pretty sure, to do some team chemistry. Well, I forgot. I don't know if the Bahamas falls into the line of uh, Cayman Islands. Uh, they might. Um, no, man, but, like, I mean, John Wall, like, you saw it tonight. They have enough veteran leadership. Veteran leadership is not the, the issue on this team. Like, you already have Eric Gordon. You already have uh, Dan. I like Daniel House as a mentor to this team because I still think he's young enough to relate. John Wall has no role on this team. And, and th- my brother from another mother, Jeremy Brenner, lovely guy. We're not going to ever see eye to eye on this. Just like we don't see a lot. We don't see eye to eye on a lot of things Rockets related. And I think that's what makes he and I such a good team is that we do have those disagreements. He, he believes that John Wall has a, a spot on this team. He, he has a role with this team. He has no role with this team. He doesn't have a, you're going to pay him $40 million to what? Go to Jalen Green and go to Kevin Porter Jr. And say, hey, on that last play, you need to go left instead of going right. Hey, he's the I mean, highest paid coach in the NBA now. Well, it's, it sucks, man. Like, it, it absolutely sucks because while I don't feel like having that money would have done the Rockets any more good this offseason, like, if you didn't have John Wall as a part of your salary, uh, what am I trying to say, Sergio? Uh, he wasn't, if he wasn't a part of the organization, I don't think they're going to take that $40 million and they wouldn't have signed Alonzo Ball or they wouldn't have signed a, you know, another marquee free agent. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is look at, look at the players on the court tonight. Nearly every player on this roster is below the age of 25. John Wall sticks out like a sore thumb. Eric Gordon sticks out like a sore thumb. I think DJ Augustine has a significant role on this team. DJ Augustine is exactly what you want John Wall to be. Mentor, on-court coach, good in the locker room, showing the guys how to be pros. Plus, he has a cheap contract. He does have a cheap No, he has a very And he's been around the league for a long time now. He's been around around the league. Yeah, he absolutely has. Um, And so that's that's where I fall in in that discussion i do think that the rockets are in eight to ten seed and no here at, at, at sp nations the dream shakes the dream take i'm not going to be guy that will come on here and be like you know we sergio you and i joke you know oh, this is a playoff team no i mean like we say that in jest we say that in fun we say that in after their first preseason game when there's a lot to work on tonight okay I mean, watch if you did not watch the game tonight, which based on the attendance in the stadium, I imagine a lot of people out there did not watch tonight's game. I don't know where you fall in this, Sergio, but I watched the I watched every play, I watched every shot. They have a lot to work on. 
Okay. No, yeah, I do. Jalen Green kind of did seem off today because it's not really like this is his first step into the professional scene because, you know, he's been in the G League and that's completely different than the NBA. And, you know, the fans are trying to come back as well. No, absolutely. But there's, there's a lot to work on. Um, defensively, there was a lot tonight that left to be desired. Uh, way too many open shots, way too many missed um, defensive assignments. But it's their first game. Daniel Tice being out there is going to help. The combination of Christian Wood and, um, and Daniel Tice looked uh, muffled, I think might be the, the best term I would use. They looked uh, disjointed, I think. It's going to take some time for Christian Wood how to learn to play with another big. Because Christian Wood is not a five. He said it himself at the beginning of training camp that Christian Wood wants to play more of the power forward position because that's what he is. He is a power forward. He is not a center. Look all around the league for guys that have similar body types to his and what position they're playing. Anthony Davis is a power forward with the Lakers. Christian Wood is a power forward with the Rockets. Um, I'm trying to think of, of any other examples that I can throw out there. Um, It'll come to me. I guess you could probably say Tim Duncan was also a power forward and not a real center. A hundred percent. Tim Duncan was a power forward. And you know what? He made it work for a lot of years with David Robinson. Am I comparing Christian Wood and Daniel Tice to David Robinson and Tim Duncan? No, I'm talking about similar body types, right? Kenyon Martin, KJ Martin's dad was a power forward. You looked at him and you said, I mean, yeah, he, he, did play, he did play the power forward position a lot when he was in New Jersey and also when he left for Denver. Yeah, he did play the power forward position a lot, but right. he played because, like a big guy. Right, that's what he is, is that he is a power forward. He is not a center. Christian Wood is not a center. A guy who, you know, plays the way he does, he's not a center. Now, looking at a couple other things that I want to break down. Sergio, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and send you back down. Appreciate you joining the show. Jump in at the end if you are still here, my man. Okay, thank you so much, Michael, for having me up here. You got it, my man. Um, now, getting to some other stuff, and if anybody else in the audience would like to come up and speak, uh, always appreciate Sergio joining the show. Hit that request to speak button. I'll bring you up here on uh, stage, and we will talk all things Houston Rockets tonight. Now, one very, very critical point that we haven't even talked about yet, and we're going to keep the, the show going as long as you guys would like to talk Rockets basketball, I am here to talk Rockets basketball with you. Um, free throws tonight were a major problem. The Rockets were 20 of 35 from uh, the free throw line. Have to clean that up. If they can clean that up, which I think that they will, first night jitters, I'm not going to hold that too hard against them. Uh, but they were 20 of 35 from the line tonight. Uh, they did shoot 38.9% from the three-point line. They were 14 of 36. Uh, great to see that because one thing that this team struggled with mightily last year was shooting the three-point ball and how hard it was at times to watch this team because they simply could not shoot. It's very, very difficult to win NBA games when you cannot shoot the ball. Um, so 14 of 38 tonight, or 14 of 36, I should say, really, really good uh, to see that from uh, the Rockets. Uh, their bench performed at a pretty decent clip tonight. You look at who came off of the bench. Uh, Garubo, uh, Garubo, uh, Garuba uh, was a plus three. Uh, KJ Martin Jr. was a plus 10. 
Um, and we do have good friend of the show, Ryan, looking to hop onto the show. Ryan, you're on the mic with you're Mike for the first Mike. time this season. How are you, my man? What you got? What's up, Mike? <clears throat> hey, man. Good to have you back. Yeah, good. It's a good uh, first uh, first win for the Rockets. Um, I was very impressed with the young guys. Um, but do you like Ryan Hollins as the new announcer? Oh, man. Um, it's one game, and I'm not going to pass judgment right away on a guy in his first game. Ryan Hollins tonight, I mean, we sent out a tweet during the game. I gave him like a C- minus for tonight, like a C to a C-. minus. He's green. You know what I mean? Like, he's a guy that it's going to take him a minute to get used to the relationship of color analysts to, you know, the Craig Ackerman and him have some work to do. Let me put it that way. Preseason is for everybody. You don't feel right. It don't feel right, but, you know. I don't know. I mean, I like Bullard. Like, I thought Bullard was great. Like, I don't think that Bullard was just good. I think Bullard was really, really, really good. Um, Hollins, the hire of Ryan Hollins felt awkward from the beginning. Like, and this is to not say I don't know anything that, you know, that, that anybody else does. It's, as, it's my guess is as good as any. I don't know why they wouldn't have gone to a guy like a Mario Ellie to fill that role. I don't know why they wouldn't have asked. Um, what's his name? Um, I'm thinking of Calvin Steve Murphy, Fran- you know, Calvin Murphy or Steve Francis, Steve Francis, or I would have liked a guy like Mucci Norris. I just think that that role being filled by an ex player is so much more natural not an, an ex-player of the franchise. Ryan just, Hollins is just out of left field. Like, this is the guy, this, exactly. is the, this is the same guy that was on ESPN and uh, with Shaquille O'Neal, who basically said, I would think about Michael as the greatest player of all time, but he named LeBron James. Not an un, that's not a crazy take, but it's also a guy that, yeah, I think he does it. I think he does, I think he says certain things for the attention while he was on that network. People gave him a lot of crap when he was on ESPN. They made fun of him a, a whole bunch. So, Well, I mean, he, deser- he deserved it. I mean, he deserved every single second of that criticism. Now, what I loved about Bullard and what I like in a color analyst is somebody that just calls the game. Just tell me what you envision, right. what you see in the game. I don't care about what you think about all-time greats and this. And You are there to call the game. Ackerman is, 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 is great. Craig Ackerman is straight fire. I don't know about Hollins. Hollins, the verdict is out. We'll see. And you know what? I, I think it was forced. A lot of the things he was saying was forced and very just uncomfortable almost, you know, like he didn't uh, quite adjust. Yeah. No, I, I agree. But, and I also think that, you know what I don't care about? You know, the only thing that matters is him calling a win. I, if, they, if they go to the playoffs this year and they win 42 games, I don't care who calls the games. They could, they could bring out the, the lady in the stand serving the popcorn to, to call the games. If they're winning, I don't care who calls them. Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, looking in the, in the chat right now, like Ryan, you know, Hollins was a big Harton guy. That's great. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but I think that the, I think the biggest thing is 
He's got a, you know, he, he just, he sounds like a rookie is what he sounded like. I think that's the best way to put it. Like he just didn't thought, sound comfortable with what he was saying. I thought you were gonna, I thought, I thought you were gonna go to the game tonight, Mike. Hey man, look, I, I I can't just be showing up at games, okay? The first preseason game, regular season opener, I'll be there. We may do like a live like post game show from Toyota Center. I think that'd be pretty cool, oh, especially yeah. if, especially if they win. Um, but I mean, you know, that, that's what I saw tonight. I'm, I was a fan of what I saw tonight. Who was I your uh, Who was your uh, your big name tonight? You know, I thought Sangoon. I mean, it's, I think it's easy to go with Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah. I mean, look, th- this is a preseason game, okay? We're not going to be sounding, you know, the, right. the championship sirens. We're not going to be saying that this team's a playoff team like Sergio and I were talking about. But what I will say is in, in, in the chat, I think it was Lucas who said KPJ, Green, House, Tate, and Wood. What I saw tonight was a roster that, is so flexible because you can do anything with this roster. I think Sangoon is going to be an NBA player. I wasn't as high on Sangoon after the summer league as a lot of other people were. Everybody's chanting his name saying, oh, this guy's going to be the next, you know, Pau Gasol. He's going to be the next, you know, whoever. Like, he's dominating teams in the the G League or in the summer league. Like, that's not going to impress me. What he did tonight didn't overly impress me, but the pass that he had when he was at the, the free throw line and he threw it to, I think it was Nawaba on the baseline. Like he's so, he's so smooth with his actions, with his delivery on the court that he's going to be a stud in this league. How good is he going to be? I don't know, but him and Josh Christopher su- surprised me tonight. What was that play that got passed to him driving to the hoop you got to dunk that down. You don't go for a lay. You got to dunk that shit down, man. You know, yeah, I don't know what I feel like you got scared of, but you got scared of something, but Hey, yeah. The most important thing though, Mike is there's no injuries as of right now. So that's yeah. yeah. Thing. No, I, I totally agree, Ryan. I'm going to send you back down at the gulag. I uh, appreciate right. you as always. We're gonna have a good year, man. I'm excited. Of course. All right. Thank you, man. All right, brother. Bye. You got it. Bye. Look, and Ryan, Ryan hit the nail on the head. Um, and anybody else, it seems like we got a pretty decent room right now. If you guys want to talk Rockets basketball, hit that request to speak button. We'll bring you up on stage, uh, and we'll you can be on the mic with Mike. Uh, look, I mean, tonight we've touched on a lot of things. We haven't talked about um, uh, Lucas brings up another good point. Josh Christopher. Look, Josh Christopher, from what I saw tonight, seven minutes, he had eight points, three or four from the field. He hit both of his threes. This is a guy you need to get NBA minutes to. And I'm not talking about 20 games into the season while he, quote, gets used to playing with NBA type of talent. You know how you get better? Anybody who's ever played pickup basketball knows you don't get better by playing against teams that suck, okay? And by NBA standards, teams in the G League are not good. Why would you send... Sengun, uh, Shangun and Josh Christopher and Garuba to the G League. Like, in all honesty, tell me if you want to come up here or if you're going to check out the show tomorrow at BSW Podcast underscore MB. Let me use the, this statement of even if Garuba, Sengun, and Christopher don't get legitimate NBA minutes because they have guys in front of them, they're still going to benefit by 
practicing every day with Christian Wood, practicing every day with the guys like Eric Gordon. If you send them to the G League, they're going to get minutes. They're going to play, but they're improving their skills against talent that is inferior to them on most nights is my, is my big thing. If they come up to the main roster, and this is why it's so important if you're the Rockets, as much as I like Daniel House, Daniel House is keeping the Rockets from playing guys like K.J. Martin Jr. If you are honest with yourself and the outlook of this team, you look at a guy like Daniel House. I like Daniel House. I like him as a potential leader on this team but I don't like the fact that he's keeping you from playing guys like KJ Martin Jr., keeping you from playing guys like Josh Christopher. I want this team, and if they keep this team together the entire season, they're an 8-10 to 10 seed type of team. If they get rid of a guy like Daniel House to give a guy like KJ Martin Jr., KJ Martin Jr. in this league has a higher ceiling than Daniel House does. Daniel House is a nice role player. I think KJ Martin has the ability to start for an NBA team at some point in the next one to three years. It could be the Rockets this season. But the fact that they still have guys like Eric Gordon, Eric Gordon has no role for this team. He just doesn't. If he's your sixth man, that's great and all. But a guy like Josh Christopher, if you give him that role, is it going to be hard to start the season with? Yes. Are you going to win less games? Yes. But isn't that what every single Rockets fan is looking for at this point? Isn't that what they want? Everybody is clamoring for, they don't want to win as many games because they want the higher draft picks. They want to to be worse now so we can be better later. So why are those people not clamoring for the needing to trade an Eric Gordon, to trade a John Wall, to trade guys like Daniel House that are standing in front of guys that you need to be playing. Watch Josh Christopher tonight. Yes. Was he playing against scrubs for the wizards? Yes, he was the end of the game. Davis Bertans was on the court for the wizards. Davis Bertans is not a scrub. You know, Davis Bertans shot what 40% plus last year from three. Uh, He had, you know, what did he have? He had five points tonight. He hit one of his threes. He's still getting in the, the swing of the games. But what I'm saying is, Watching the guys like a, um, what's it called? You know, watching guys like Josh Christopher, watching guys like Alperin uh, Shengun, uh, watching a guy like Armani Brooks. Those are the types of guys that need to be playing for the Rockets at this point. That's where I am at with it. Once again, if you want to come up on stage, talk a little Rockets basketball, hit that request to speak button. We will bring you up. We'll talk all things Houston Rockets. Uh, this is SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast live on Spotify Green Room. When we look ahead for the Rockets, as I think we've discussed tonight's game uh, enough, our next game will be on the 7th of October against the Miami Heat. Nine o'clock uh, tip for the Rockets. We're going to be on ESPN too. Uh, some things to look at for the Rockets as we move into the next couple of uh, preseason games. Um, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I didn't like what I, what I saw from Jay Sean Tate tonight. Uh, I thought that he was really, really uh, hesitant. And you know what? 
to be fair to him, I mean, it's the first game of the year, right? But we're going to talk, you know, if you guys didn't have a chance to watch the game, we're going to give a recap as if you did watch the game, okay? So his game tonight, I thought, looked really hesitant. I want him to be much more aggressive as we head into the next uh, couple of games. Uh, And it looks like we are bringing up uh, the legend himself. Uh, We did have Lewis Brown coming up on uh, stage, hit that request to uh, speak button and we will bring him up to talk a little Rockets basketball he is old enough to remember when the Rockets were the San Diego Rockets uh he also happens uh to be one of the biggest fans that I know so we will bring him up here shortly um but look for DJ or excuse me uh for uh Jay Sean Tate uh to be much more uh involved uh next game um you know tonight I, I thought Silas did a really good job of getting minutes uh to everybody uh, Tice played 19 minutes. Wood played 23 minutes. Kevin Porter Jr. Uh, played 29 minutes. Uh, Jalen Green played 28 minutes. Uh, Daniel House played 17. David Nawaba played 15. And that's what the preseason is for, is to get these guys, you know, run, uh, to get them in game shape. Uh, no one's going to be worried about wins and losses. But I will say this, you know, and, and we, are, we at the Dream Take slash the Dream Shake, uh, have been very lucky with very loyal listeners over the past, you know, two years over our last 200 some odd episodes winning tonight. And I know how, how silly this may sound. Anybody who lived through the rocket season last year, I mean, we, you needed therapy, you needed personal therapy to get through, you know, last season. Okay. I think that's politely putting it starting the season off with a win starting the season off with a guy like Kevin Porter Jr., who, if you listen to him at media days, was so forthright with his feelings on coming to the Rockets from Cleveland, how excited he was to be here. He used the term, the Rockets saved my life. Like, that goes so beyond the basketball floor that you root for a young man like that. And did he make a couple mistakes last year off the court yes he did last year was last year this year is now and he started off the season going nine of 16 25 points from the court or from the the field I should say five assists four rebounds Um, he had a block he had a steal I mean he just played so well tonight and you can't help but to watch this team tonight and moving into the next couple games And saying to yourself, are they going to win the championship this year? My money is no. If I had to bet some of my very hard-earned money, I would say that they probably do not have a legitimate shot at a title this year. But do they have a chance to be competitive every night? You're damn right they do. They're going to make teams life hell on multiple different occasions throughout this season you know if a team comes into toyota center or the rockets go on the road you know after a team is is you know if they're going to play the the lakers or they're going to play the clippers and and the clippers are like ah, you know it's it's just another game all of a sudden they're going to look down in the fourth quarter the rockets are only down by two points and jalen green's got a 25 piece and you know the christian wood has 20 and eric gordon's got 15 uh, Usman Garuba's, you know, put into the game for six minute stretches to, to play against a guy like a Kawhi Leonard. That's why going back to what we talked about before, 
the Garuba and, and Shengun and Christopher do not need to be in the G League. They just don't. Having them down in the G League will make no sense. It doesn't make sense. It never will make any sense. Um, but I digress. Uh, we are actually going to wrap the show up here uh, tonight. Uh, we do have a, a very late night on Thursday with the game starting at 9 o'clock. So uh, we are going to keep it short here tonight. We hope you're going to join us uh, after the game on Thursday uh, for our post-game show. Uh, once again, here uh, at the Dream Take, we are going to be live every single night after a Houston Rockets game, preseason, regular season, or postseason. Myself, Ray Lucas, uh, Jeremy Brenner, the three of us, one of us, two of us, it doesn't matter. We are going to be here talking Rockets basketball, being the most interactive podcast for the Houston Rockets in the Rockets community. We are so excited for another season here uh, at the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. Uh, you can go ahead and give the mothership of Dream Take, the Dream Shake, uh, a follow on Twitter at Dream Shake SBN. Make sure to follow the Dream Shake on Facebook as well at the Dream Shake. Make sure to check out the Twitter of this show, the Dream Take, at the Dream Take on Twitter. Uh, you will have myself, uh, Mike, the Hebrew Hammer Brown, giving out tweets uh, multiple times a, a game on most nights. So uh, come talk Rockets basketball with me. I am more than happy uh, to talk Rockets basketball with any and all of our awesome fans uh, all of the time. So make sure to also follow me on Twitter personally at BSW podcast underscore MB live from the podcast studio of Michael, the Hebrew hammer Brown. I am happy to announce that the Rockets start the preseason one to know with a 125, 119 win over the Washington wizards. Good night, red nation until next time. Go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.